be easy on yourself. Take take it easy. You know, I I guess my motto is like I, I don't I don't work very hard. I don't do speed workouts. I don't like really push myself. I don't no. <laughs> I I don't think you need to do all that stuff to really reap the benefits of running. So I would say you know some people really the idea of like huffing and puffing through a run is like that's what they envision. And I would say you know just let it come. You know, find some friends, find a group. Take it easy, just appreciate being outside, you know, and I think that would be my advice for a first step because I just really appreciate, you know, the daily runs with friends, um, friends in the neighborhood, friends from PR. Um, that means so much to me that, like, I wouldn't want to risk injury or risk, you know, something yeah. that would... That's beautiful. That yeah. Hi, this is Erica Solway, and this is the A2Zuki Marathon Relay episode of the Pre-Race Podcast. I'm here with my good friend and running buddy, Sam Kempner. Hey, here we go. Now the PRP's on fire a little bit. Now we're rolling. We've been recording something fierce lately. It's like this four episodes and like two weeks or something like that. Maybe going a little too fast. Kind of slow it down a little bit, but are you gals ready to help the PRP? Absolutely. Keep rolling. Yes, we are. You guys are buckled up. Mm-hmm. I love it. This is the Zuki edition. It's a great one. You guys are both Zuki alums, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You guys were the, on the Britney Spears team last year. <laughs> we were. What was your team name? I don't know that I can say that on air. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I can give you what? I can give you one of these. I, I, can you give me a one, bleep? This is one of my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for it? Yeah. What was your team name? It was Britney. the... <laughs> yeah, nice, yeah. Sam. Uh, was that the first time you guys did Zuki, or did you do the OG Zuki, or was last year your first? It was my first. Yeah, it's a good yeah. time. And you guys were with Shannon and Colleen, PRP alums. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Shannon and Colleen. Um, this is the shit. I've been running since I was six years old. Edition. <laughs> Sam, is that true? That's true. This is the, this is what I want to roast you a little bit. Oh no! Haven't we all been kind of running since we were six years old? <laughs> That's like formally running. Like we were all kind of running at six years old. I mean, my parents made me do the Dexter and Arbor at age six. Did so you really? I think that's official. I that's mean, not, legit. Like a 10K, not a right, half. Right, but, but 10K still. 10K at age six. So wow. you were you yeah. were entering into official races or contests. Once a year racing starting wow. at age six. Damn. Shout out to your parents for that. And you're still doing it today. Yeah. And you still love it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I Here didn't love are. it then, I don't think. I uh, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, this is the true or false, Erica. Rumor has it you always overdress for runs. <laughs> true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Are you just like she's got? Tell me about this, I'm Sam. I'm known for this. Is she putting beanies on and stuff, or is she just <laughs> wearing jackets when she shouldn't? I don't know that she feels overdressed, but she wears way more clothes than anybody else. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking full leggings, full long sleeve shirts. <laughs> it's like it's more for it's for sun protection. So I okay. try not to go too overboard. Uh, okay, with it's valid. It's valid. <laughs> it looks really. We're nice. roasting her right now, but it's it's a little bit valid. Yeah, um, yeah I've been doing. Uh, I got some I got some dirt on you guys. <laughs> Colleen, help me. We've been digging in the dirt a little bit. This is the true or false. Sam, you're a professional at delivering babies and then running fast with no sleep in between edition. That's true. Is that true? It's true. You just, can you tell me more about that? <laughs> Why Colleen would tell me that or is there? I mean, just... so I'm an OBGYN, so mm-hmm. I deliver babies. And then sometimes if I get a little sleep on call, I figure the group's still running. I'll join them. <laughs> so you're, so you yeah. sometimes are doing late night work, yeah. doing God's work, bringing babies into the world. And then you still go to PR runs Saturday morning. Sometimes. Not sometimes. as much as the Hoko though. She's okay. really known for it. Okay. <laughs> sometimes. 
I love it. This is the Michigan Born and Bred edition. We got two lifelong ganders. They've left the nest, each of them, for a little bit, but you guys are both from Michigan, huh? Yeah. Yep. Sam from Ann Arbor. Yep. Erica from uh, Grand Rapids. Birmingham. Birmingham. Mm-hmm. That's right. I don't keep wanting to say Grand Rapids. Jeez. Nice place also. You guys, they are great. There's so many great places in Michigan. Michigan's such a sleeper little state. Let's keep it that way. Our secret. We're going to stop talking about it on the pod so much. It's awful. (laughs) Holy shit. And finally, and probably most importantly, this is the mom's rule edition. Shout out. Two moms. Two mama bears in the the house today. Um, Kids for both of you, correct? correct? Erica, ages of your kids? Eight and five. Eight and five. Okay. Sam, ages of your kids? Eight and 11. Are, they, are your kids friends? No, but I think they could be. Yeah, I think maybe we can start <laughs> intermingling there a little bit. My kids just came and watched Sam's kids in their play yesterday. Yes, so okay. They're so fans the, ball's yeah. the ball's rolling. The ball's rolling. They want some autographs now. I love it. Uh, season three, episode four. Shout out of today's podcast. Let's get it rolling here. Someone special to tell you about. Hey, Sam, shout them out. Okay. We do, we've been known to do a little collective shout out here on the PRP. Sometimes it's fun to do a person. Sometimes it's fun to do a group of people. So I decided, you know, yesterday I was at Dexter T. Ann Arbor, which I think you ran. Did we you both, not? We both did. Did you both run? Mm-hmm. Damn. Running machines, both halves for you? Mm-hmm. How'd you guys do? Was it just fun? Was it Dexter and Arbor like a competitive half for you guys or just more to be out there? Semi competitive, I would say. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, unfortunately competitive. to get to run together, but who's faster? Last year we did. Erica's faster, definitely Erica. faster. Yeah, uh, oh, but she likes to start with me to like hold herself back, and that's a mutually beneficial situation. Okay, but I got stuck in the porta potty line, so I missed the start oh, of the no. race. A little late to the starting <laughs> line. Huh? Texting her at like eight twenty nine. Where, where are you? That so happens. It's like sixth in line. <laughs> that happens. We'll give you one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Sam missed the start of the race. Uh, how'd you do yesterday, Erica? What was your time? Um. Just under 132. Oh, shit. She's legit. She is legit. Yeah. Damn. What was your time? 137. You guys are both legit. You were 137, you were late to the starting line? But, I mean, that was my chip time. Yeah, okay. So, chi- all right. So, Wait, your I, chips. But I'm going chip time. Okay, you got to go <laughs> chip time. Yeah. You got to go chip time. Yeah. I like that. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, anyways, I was at Dexter Tan Arbor, and I am usually, if I'm at a race, I'm usually running, or maybe I'm pacing someone, or perhaps I'm volunteering and helping it happen and yesterday I was just there kind of just cheering on my friends I took some pictures I was having fun and I was just thinking you know it's a pretty simple thought but it's pretty beautiful that humans do this for each other because it is a tremendous amount of work especially Dexter Tan Arbor is a really big event and I thought they did just a really tremendous job and everything happened really smoothly yesterday so I was just like feeling grateful even though I wasn't in the event but that people are inspired and motivated to do this so we're giving shout outs and daps and hugs just to anyone who's ever volunteered at a race and we're going a little prp psa if you're a runner and you love racing but you've never volunteered <sighs> tisk tisk. Yeah. i'm not going to say shame on you but i would say it's time to get involved a little bit you got to pay you got to pay it forward a little bit dexter i mean they nailed that yesterday and the temperature dropped a little bit beforehand and everything was just beautiful so that's a good one do you guys race that every year yeah, we do. Yeah, it's a classic. It's a Michigan it's classic. My hometown favorite. favorite. Yeah. yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. All right, welcome to the PRP. This is the pre-race podcast. It's a show where we connect with runners. And I've been teasing this a little bit. Maybe something other than runners this season. We don't know. Buckle up. Today, though, it's runners, and we're connecting 
with them within a week before a big race they've been preparing for. Guest hosting with me today, a big race, huge race. <laughs> this is a big one. This is a really big one. It's a huge race, <laughs> race of a lifetime. Uh, guest hosting with me today. She's a lifelong runner, like we just mentioned, who's been running since she was six years old. Born and raised in Ann Arbor, Michigan. She's been racking up those miles for the better part of what? I don't want to blast you on your age, but three decades? Yeah, I mean, I'm 42. I don't, we can so we can maybe put you into the... We're, you're working on decade yeah. number four right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I wanted to ask you this. I don't know if you'll be able to do this, but I, it's, and there's no way you know this, but lifelong mileage. What would you ballpark that at, dude? Oh, I have no idea. Could you even semi-ballpark that? I don't, I don't think I was really keeping track until I got a Garmin three years so ago. So it's five... <laughs> it's definitely... It's definitely yeah. five-digit number. Is there any chance it's a six-digit number? Does any human get that far? I don't think so, because I never did ultras or okay. anything crazy. I would guess that both of us have maybe done two laps around the globe. Though. You think? That's 50,000 miles. I think we're... Mm-hmm. I think I'm yeah. about there, and I, yeah. bet, and I, I have bet. not been running nearly as long as you. Yeah. No, I mean, I would have... That sounds about I right. I kind of like that version of I it. I like it, too. I'm just measuring yeah. trips around the globe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys are two-timers, two two, working yeah. on three. Yeah. Working on a three-peat? I'm going to go with it. Yeah. You're, gonna You're never going to be able to fact check this. 100%. <laughs> I've done it 2.3 times around the globe. And then, uh, you know, knock on wood, but what do you think you'll get to in the grand scheme of things? You'll think you'll be a quad around the world, gals? I bet you guys will. You're in your prime. You're rocking it. That'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, it would be. Uh, she's a passionate OBGYN who works over at Michigan Medicine. Uh, that's some pretty noble work. How long have you been doing that now fully? Uh, I graduated from residency 11 years ago. Okay. And how did you, I mean, this is long, this is a long conversation. How did the, how did this work make its way into your life? Um, I mean, medical school. Is that always the plan? No, I think I liked science. I honestly, I would never get into it now. <laughs> not, well, not that I don't love it, but like the kids like now that apply to medical school have been the journey is rough, thinking about though. it for a lot longer. I think I just thought it would be a cool job. Okay. Applied to medical school. And then OB was a pretty obvious fit. Yeah. Okay. I did the rotation. You love the babies. I like, I like doing stuff with my hands. I like the excitement. I mean, it's okay. like, I, there's a lot of athletes in it. It's like yeah, high okay. highs, mm-hmm. low lows, but like high highs, super high it's highs, physical. It's you're like, bringing life into the world. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too. It's like, you're dealing with people's kids, man. That's high yeah. stakes stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of emotion wrapped yeah. into that. Yeah. There's a lot of emotion wrapped into all healthcare. We'll give credit to all doctors, but yeah, that's pretty crazy. Is it exhausting or more rewarding? It's got to be a little bit of both. A little bit of both. But where's the, if there's a scale, is it? I'd say I'm probably happier than most doctors I know. Okay. I think it's more rewarding. I like that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I like that. Okay. She's a proud mom of two lovely daughters, aged eight and 11, like we talked about. What are their, what are your daughters' names? Maya and Neela. Nice. That's amazing. And they're, you guys are local. Where do you live? You over on the west side or? We're over, not more um, in the Ann Arbor Hills area. Okay. All the hills. And have the kids lived in Ann Arbor their entire lives? Or do you guys um, live elsewhere? We moved back when my oldest was like six months old. So okay. it's the only home they've ever known. So pretty much. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And finally, she was once a brilliant golfer <laughs> who made the mistake of teaching her husband how to golf. And he unfortunately got better than her. And she has since retired. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, that's true. How, how often were you golfing? Um, I played in high school. So okay. I would say I was equally split between cross country and golf. Well, and then I just, you know, it's one of those sports you can... Kind of keep on your list, even if you're not doing it. Yes. Keep Until it my husband got better than me, and then I quit. 
Yeah, then you just it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, are you are you a hundred percent retired, or you just no. go like once a year? No, I mean go. I play on Father's Day. I'll play on his birthday. Oh, that's so cute. Where do you, <laughs> you guys go to the university course, or where do you go? Uh, we get there's a little nine hole course, golf and outing. I'm oh. gonna try and play more this year. Yeah, okay. If he, if he happens to listen to this episode, I'm gonna play more. This okay, year. cool. Yeah. Well, I'm down to come golf with you guys. Yeah. You yeah, sneak, you sneak me into your foursome. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I'll yeah. I'll come golf with you guys. Absolutely. Um, Sam Kempner, Sam, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Your friend, your friends are friends of the pod, and fans of the pod a little bit, right? Um, first question to you: You ever been on a podcast? I have been on an OBGYN education podcast. Nice. Well, was it just one episode, or was it like, or was it a multiple episode stint? I think that they filmed two episodes in one sitting. Okay. Is that possible? It I is. think they split it up. It so definitely I think is. Technically, we're going to call it two. So this is your third podcast. This is my third podcast. Dang, that's amazing. What did you guys talk about on your OBGYN podcast? Did you talk more about your journey or were you no, more educating people? I think it was people? like premature labor and oh, so something you, like that. I don't I can't remember what the second topic was. You're getting was. technical then. <laughs> yeah. It was, oh, like, yeah. it was like a, what would you tell a medical student to study about preterm labor? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Okay. So, is, so, and was there like a host guiding you through that or were you like just reeling off on your own? No, there was like medical students that wrote the script and they were like, is this accurate? I'm like, it is. And then were you, like, were, you like re- <laughs> were you like reading the script kind of then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. That was probably not that fun then. It wasn't. <laughs> I hope they're not listening. It's okay. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. There's no, we're not, we're not battling each other here. Um, second question for you. Let's go back and talk the career in golf. Cause I kind of want to dig into this. I know I'm, I know I'm really harping on the golf cord, but we probably won't have the time to dig into your past athletics here on this episode. So you started golf in high school or you started golf before that. Probably similar to the running, maybe seven or eight. So your parents yeah. were making you swing the sticks yeah. at a young age. I think it became very apparent that I was not going to be good at contact sports from okay. a young age. So they were really just trying to <laughs> <laughs> like running and golf, <laughs> like things where you going. don't have to bang into people. So were they taking you out for full rounds of golf or were you like hitting the driving range and stuff? Yeah. Uh, like chipping and putting and stuff. That's the important stuff yeah. though. Yeah. You chipping and putting. That's, yeah. I mean, that's more than half the battle and then golfed casually through middle school and then tried out for the team in mm-hmm. high school. Yep. What made you not golf in college? I was nowhere near good enough. Oh, you weren't quite good enough. You weren't up to par, as they would say. You like that? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah I got something. it. There you go. <laughs> so golf's around, and we're going to golf this summer, and that's kind of that with the golf. Perfect. You seem to not be super passionate about the golf. No. You're over it. I'm over it. You're over it. She's over it. All right, let's open our beers. We, yeah. Sam brought some M43s. It's time to open our beers. It's, it's starting to... Uh, the temperature in the studio is starting to go up and it's time for a delicious beverage. Cheers. We'll do long distance cheers. So it's wonderful to have you ladies. Um, all right. Housekeeping. We're going to move on to housekeeping. And uh, I haven't given you guys jokes yet. I haven't given you jokes yet. PRP listenership. And we're going to do it. Streak ends today. So it's a Zuki episode. Stakes are pretty low except for Erica. Stakes are super high for Erica, but Sam and I are just chilling. So I figured let's do some jokes and we're, and we got a little mom episode going. And if you guys recall last year, we did a Zuki episode and we also had two wonderful mom moms on the episode. Uh, shout out to Christine Stead and Melissa Sunderman. We got, maybe we're just going to keep going moms on the Zuki every time, but I, I have three, I looked for probably longer than I should have today. I was kind of like, I need to start doing things other things but uh i've spent about 45 minutes in the mom joke hole and i chose three because they're kind of all brief and i'm going to deliver them in what i think is kind of like progressional order so i want you guys a to see if you agree with that when we when all said and done and then b i was hoping that you guys could give us um a ranking like one out of ten for each joke 
You guys each, you guys will each rank them. And we're giving it after each one. So after, yeah, save we're room at the top in case you like really. Yes. Okay. All right. Save room. So Scale it however you'd like. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Are you ready, ready Erica? Yes, ready. Okay. So <laughs> I haven't been doing, I don't, when I don't do the jokes every episode, I'm feeling more nervous to do the jokes, but I got it. Whew, here we go. All right. Joke number one. I go by mom, but my full name is really mom, 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 mom. <laughs> I'm just hoping for like a three or four on that. I'll go with three. I'll go, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, we're moving. So there's room for improvement. It's pretty accurate. Though. Okay, yeah. this one's funny. It's just sad. It's, it's definitely accurate, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, all right, joke number two. Mom's recipe for iced coffee. One, have kids. Two, make coffee. Three, get so busy getting everyone ready for the day that you forget you made coffee. Four, drink your old cold coffee. I'll give that one a three. Too. Oh, shoot. I'll go four. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I only um, go so far as to keep the hot water in the kettle and okay. I don't even actually. Use you don't it. even brew. Don't it. even make the pour over. Mm-hmm. Don't even get that far. Do you get so. your coffee in before the kids are up then or do you have, are you hacking this system or are you I've just. I've got a whole situation with pour over coffees <laughs> and they're not allowed in. And uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mom got some private time. When the Chemex is out, don't come a knocking. Okay. Here we go. Joke number three. I think it's the best one, but it's pretty short. We'll see. A mother's guide for baking with your children. Step one, don't fucking do it. <laughs> that, I mean, that got Sam audibly laughing. I'll give so that one a five. We'll go five. Five? five? Okay, sure. cool. Mm. We almost, <laughs> so, as, I'm just happy we made progress. Yeah, we climbed the mountain, yeah. you know? We climbed the mountain. But we'll bring some more jokes back to your PRP listenership. Don't be afraid. Um, all right, Sam, what do you think? You think we should... Introduce the big dog of the episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. Is this time? Yeah. Okay. It's a big, this is a big event for her this weekend. It's huge. It's time to talk to her. Our guest today is a Birmingham native who left the mitten for a while. First over to San Francisco, then over to the big the OG capital city, Washington, D.C. But now she's back in Ann Arbor, settled in. Seems like you're back for good now, Erica. Safe to say? Probably. Yeah. You got the kids. You got the job. Yeah. You're doing all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, she, just like our guest host, is a lifelong runner who's been running for the better part of 25 years and who just a couple months ago completed her 25th marathon in Boston. How was that, dude? Was that your first time at Boston, too, or have you done Boston before? No, it was my fourth time in Boston, but it was actually 11 years since the last time I had done it, so it was a totally different experience. Damn. Um, Four-time Bostoner, huh? Yep. Have you done Boston? Yep. My very first one was this one. Damn. We, Everyone we does Boston together. here. Uh, yeah. oh, you guys were there together? Oh, that's so cute. Did you guys like stay and hang out together or did you not really? We were both there with our families. Okay, so it was a family, it was a family deal. Both yeah, of you. We just decided to do 18 mile winter runs to get mm-hmm. there together mm-hmm. in Michigan because that was more special. That's the more important stuff. Yeah. That's where bonds are built. Yeah, that's serious. There's not a lot of bonds built on the race course. Bonds are built behind the, behind the curtain. That's very true. Um, Erica, I want to talk to you about the Boston real quick. Um, when you emailed me, to reach out and we started chit chat and you said that it's probably your last marathon. Why? I think so. I was, I've been thinking about it. I don't know why it's my last, but I, I tend to sense when something's going to be leading to burnout or something okay. that will stop me from a lifelong pursuit of running. And I yes. just felt myself kind of getting beaten down a little bit on with all the training and figured, you know, this would be a nice one to end on. If, yeah. if for some reason I kind of get, the itch again, I will continue on. It's but. like a pro athlete ending with a championship, <laughs> ending on Boston. 
Sam is kind of going back and forth thinking that she might be running another marathon oh, at some point. Oh, I was just thinking that. And I noticed in the past you let a co-host ask a question. I was going to try and talk her into running another marathon, but that was a really good speech. <laughs> Dang it. She did deliver a good speech. She was good. Very elegantly. Um, I like, I appreciate that where you come from. I mean, if you're feeling the burnout and you don't want to be doing something that isn't bringing you value, you know? I really, I had such a nice experience there. It was so, I felt so... I kept thinking, like, why is this worth all of the logistics, all the cost, all of the headache of right. getting there, the, you know, the training that felt like it was going on at just probably the wrong time in terms of the weather, in terms of family things. And then, like, for the for it to come together and be such a positive weekend. And I don't know, I was just really touched by how special it is. Okay. I, I was I was literally thinking, like, why am I not just doing Glass City the next, you know, the next weekend? Like, that, wouldn't that be super easy? Roll out of bed, go right to Toledo. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I realized while I was there why, you know, why Boston is what it is. Truly so, special. Truly nice. special. Did you have a special performance on top of the, the weekend, too? Did you PR or anything, or well, did you? You know, I, so... Now that I've been running for so long, I have a lot of, you know, different. a lot of different ways of thinking about a good performance mm-hmm. these days. But um, I was my fastest Boston of the four, which Amazing. is awesome. I was about two and a half minutes off my marathon PR. Wow. Um, which is tough. I mean, that's amazing on the Boston course, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I felt like I really cherished every mile of it. So, mm. and I, to have a positive experience there was my ultimate goal. Mm. So to have a good performance on top of it was definitely the icing on the cake. You speak in my language. I know you're a little bit of a PRP fan. I'm all about, I'm all about like savoring the experience, which I feel like unfortunately some runners kind of miss the boat on that sometimes, but it's all learning process, right? You guys are veterans, you know, you know what's important these days. Um, Well, amazing. And congratulations. And we'll see. We'll see what the future holds for you. Yep. We'll talk more about this. I guess never say never. We'll so dig don't more. Write, don't yeah. write me <laughs> we'll dig more into it. She's a dedicated researcher focusing in the fields of aging and what did you say? Aging and health? I, I do research on lots of different things related to aging and okay. also health policy. So with re- with this kind of research, are you, what's your data coming from? Are you like polling? Are you using people? Yeah, you getting I, people to sign up for studies? I'm, I'm, I'm actually the deputy director of the National Poll on Healthy Aging. Um, I mean, she should have given us that beforehand. <laughs> Erica, she's so humble. She's very humble. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you're so you're you using sample size people and doing like longer set studies or give um, us a little flavor of what this is. We actually write our own questions. We kind of look at what the research says about what we know about healthy aging and where there might be gaps in people's understanding of health-related topics and, you know, one of the things that I learned I used to work in health policy on Capitol Hill is that we don't really value the perspectives of older adults enough when making policies or recommendations about things that affect their life. And so um, through sponsorship from AARP and Michigan Medicine, we developed a poll at the Institute for Healthcare Policy and Innovation where we ask questions that we think um, might be of interest uh, to the public about older adults' experiences related to health and aging. It's pretty, it's actually really awesome. It's, we can turn things around really fast. So if there's something new in the news, we can ask about it. um, And then we can get a report out pretty quickly. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And you're also, you do some adjunct professing sometimes a little bit here and there. Yep. Teaching the, teaching the kids about the work you're doing a little bit. (laughs) A little bit. You you do that at the university, correct? I do. Yeah. I teach a Sometimes I teach a health policy course. I've taught an aging policy course. I teach um, dental hygiene students about social determinants of health. Okay. Wow. So kind yeah. of runs the gamut. It's a little, it's a public health is an important topic. It, is. it really is. Mm-hmm. There's, that's a big uh, that's a big onion to peel too because there's several layers yeah. in several different sectors. Well, that's noble work. I appreciate that. Um, 
She's also a proud mother to two lovely kids, ages eight and five. So your kids are a little younger than mm-hmm. Sam's. Mm-hmm. Have they lived in Ann Arbor their whole lives or have they kind of been back and forth? Um, my son was born in D.C., but my daughter was born in Ann Arbor. Okay. I mean, how long ago did you guys move back to from D.C. to Ann Arbor? When, six six actually, years ago? N- um, no, about eight years ago when, okay. my, when my son was about six months old. Okay. Just like, wow. There's a little theme here. Yeah. Good time to it's move a great home. time to move. <laughs> before, they, before they have friends, you know? <laughs> Where they can complain about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And finally... She's a very passionate podcast and audiobook junkie who's also tried speed skating a time or two back in the day. Mm-hmm. Erica Solway. Erica, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about the, let's first uh, pull back the podcast and audiobook junkie stuff. How do you decide podcast or audiobook? Are you, are you, do you work on multiple at a time? I do. Oh, you bounce yeah. around a little bit. Huh? A lot, probably too much. But. Yeah. The real junkies bounce around and I, I can't do that. I got to finish the one I'm on. But you got a you got a lot going. Usually a lot going. Usually I have you know there's a couple of podcasts I listen to pretty religiously. Okay, cool. And then um, I usually have a couple audiobooks that I'm listening to. Is that happening when you're guess. running or when you're working? Running, doing you know errands, errands yeah. uh, doing laundry, that sort of thing. Are you so. doing the podcast or audiobook erroning with like an AirPod in your ear and while you're like legit at the store, or are you just doing it in the car no, in between? Just in the car in between. Okay, but you're an AirPod gal, or do you like it on the like it on the car speakers? Oh, in the car, I like it on the car speakers, yeah, but okay. I've I got the AirPods on and doing things around the house and yeah, totally okay. oblivious to everything else going Killing on. Killing two birds with one stone. Do you do audiobooks or podcasts? I've just gotten into podcasts. Okay, yeah, it's a it's a big world, it's, it's man. A, uh, yeah, it's a big world. Um, let's talk about the speed skating. Cause like, is that, so you were a speed skater, like the long legit speed skates for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> I started with figure skating. I okay. kind of go to the, I'm not a particularly competitive person. I okay. don't really like to be doing what everyone else is doing. So started with the figure skating, <laughs> realized I wasn't particularly good at that. Moved on to precision skating, which okay. is a team skating. I was always the alternate, never could actually make the team and still had to like go to all the practices and travel with them and you know, all that I kind bet of you stuff. were so supportive. Oh, I bet. She's the best teammate. It was, it was fun. It was, it was Speed fun. skating on like a high level is like intense, dude. It, it is really intense. And it's, I mean, I don't know how you get into it at a young age other than if your parents do it, right. but you know, it kind of felt like I started in high school, kind of missed those early years when could have been yeah really you could have developed have it the, yeah have the quads for it for mm-hmm. sure okay um were you are you a Paulo anton ono fan then shout out uh, sure or yes. who else is there women <laughs> speed skaters in the there game are, but I could Bonnie Blair back in the day <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie Blair is that who is that was, was she a speed She's skater like a childhood hero nice dude and I'm probably totally butchering who it is <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cool. Speed skating is gnarly dude shout out if anyone listening to this podcast right now is a speed skater big shout outs that's cool, man. What made you fall away from it? Just like, it was just like. Oh my gosh. We used to practice before school, before high school and my school started at 720. So, oh, so you had to be like 5 a.m. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Mm. And I Mm-mm-mm. listened to one of your previous episodes. Someone was talking about the Wolverines, the, the cycling team in the Detroit area. Yes. And they used, there was a group of them that used to do speed skating alternate seasons, you know, and then bike in the, in the spring and bike, summer. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, and it just felt like such a commitment to kind of get into a full year mm-hmm. of biking and speed skating <laughs> at that age so that's amazing that's amazing um okay so you're a podcast audiobook junkie first question same for everyone you ever been on a podcast before you know like sam i think i've been on one for work okay and what and how'd it go not, do you remember what it was called so well no i don't remember it was like it was really like a local radio that was pre-recorded you know okay. and, um were you reading from a script or were you chat i was not i was chit-chatting but okay. not 
fun topic. Okay. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have Not some fun like today. This. Yeah. Hopefully we'll, <laughs> we'll kind of rebrand that experience for you here today. That would be great. It's a little hot, but other than that, we're doing good. It's really bright in here, huh? Do you like it? It was yellow before I came in here, believe it or not. I was going to paint, but then I got in here and I was like, hmm. so maybe it was meant to be a little bit. Painted my nails the same color. Did you? Oh, I never. That was for the podcast. It was. She's PRP Secretly yellow. <laughs> Erica. I never have my nails painted. We're going to get some pictures with the nails. It. I noticed it. You did? Yeah. Amazing. It, I was like, that looks different. <laughs> so fun. Interesting choice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. She's getting a pick. She's getting a pick. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Time to move on. Let's get the rules going. These are the rules of the podcast. Rules of the podcast. Rule number one. Do you know what it is? I've been quizzing people. Be vulnerable. Nice. Rule number two, we just changed it. So the new rule, rule number two is no fibbing. Okay. No fibbing allowed on the podcast. Can you handle that, Sam? I'm just trying to think of how already fib. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you fib pre-rule statement, you're good. Okay, because there's probably something with that golf husband situation <laughs> that was not accurate. <laughs> it's amazing. And uh, rule three, guest host, Sam, serves as primary arbitrator. So if Erica and I get into it. You're here. If you get into a fight with Erica, I'm choosing her side. 100%. Yeah, I know you are. That's Nobody totally fine. Fights with Erica. <laughs> there's a problem. If I'm yeah. fighting with Erica, there's a problem. The problem is you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get some softballs going, Erica. Tell us what race you've been just so diligently training for. And what date is this race occurring? Oh, my gosh. You're, you're really testing me. Um, yeah, I test you on the date. Well, I don't even know oh what the date gosh. of Zuki is. Yeah. It's on, the, it's on the 10th. It's on the 10th. June Thank 10th. You. Thank you for doing that. Yep. I am training or I am participating in mm-hmm. Atuzuki on Saturday, June 10th. And Atuzuki is a marathon relay, which we love. Uh, how many people on your team? Three others, four Th- of us in total. Okay. Who, what are their names? We got to give shout outs. It's Heather, Jen, and Alexa. Okay. Shout outs to Heather, Jen, and Alexa for yeah. sure. Yeah. What's your team name? We are called the Old West Striders. Nice. Yeah. And um, Good name. Heather, Jen, and I in a group of, um, there's a, we have other friends who join us for Morning runs on okay. the old west side. So it's the running cronies. Yep. For sure. Yep. Are you guys dressing up and going to have like Western theme, I'm assuming? Got it. Yep. Yes. Yeah. We've got some cowboy hats. <laughs> I know better after running with the Starbucks cup last year. <laughs> I don't think I'll be running with the cowboy hat. Did you have but. the, did you, did, was it, did you have the snake last year or was that no, Shannon? No, but my daughter made that snake. That, it was impressive, right? Shout out. That was yeah. an amazing snake. Yeah. Did you, who, who had the snake then? Um, Shannon Jane. had the snake. Okay, cool. I was hit me baby one more, one more time. time, Brittany. Yeah, I was hit me baby one more time, Brittany. <laughs> what were the four Britneys from last year? Do we know? Do we have the <laughs> names of them? <laughs> no one understood what I was, nor did I. <laughs> I think you were paparazzi avoiding I was, Brittany. I was, I was just like Brittany. She was hat like, Brittany. She yeah. had a hat, right? She like wore black and like a baseball cap and like sunglasses. Low key Brittany. She had like coffee cup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like morning, like walk yeah. your dog. Exactly. Avoid yeah. the paparazzi. Exactly. Great. Yeah. And then yeah. what were the other two? Uh, so Shannon was, what's the song with the snake? Um, uh, toxic. Toxic. Okay. And then, um, <laughs> Colleen wore the cut I know. Did, did Brittany have a phase where she was mascara on the face yeah. and okay. cutoffs and she had writing on her abs? So, so kind of yeah. like, scru- free, like the free Brittany. Free Brittany. Right. She was free Brittany. That's what it was. Maybe like a troubled Brittany. She was a little bit though. Okay. That's good. So we're She didn't shave her head though. So she didn't really fully commit. She didn't commit. She didn't commit. Come on, Shannon. <laughs> no, that was, next that was year, Colleen. Oh, we Colleen? Call Colleen out. Okay, Colleen, Colleen next year, head. fully commit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so this year we're the Old West Striders, which I just think is a great play on words. Is there any uh, cowboy hats? You got like vests and chaps? Or are we just kind of keeping it low key? That's such a good idea. We've got some socks. I don't okay. want Don't give anything away. Yeah, I don't want to give Save some stuff away. for race day yeah, for sure. we've got some special socks going. Um, yeah. Okay. okay. PRP listenership. There'll be pictures of this. Don't you worry. Um, 
Erica, what race of your career is this? Oh, my goodness. I was thinking about it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Sam knows how many she's done. I've, I've guessed close to 300 would yeah. be my guess. Nice. I've probably done 100 races of half marathon or longer. Okay. Um, and probably another 100 of you know, 5K to half marathon, and then probably another 100 of track and cross country and all the oh, other yeah, stuff. I mean, if you count all those, yeah. you count all those that's yeah. when it starts getting high. Yeah. All you lifelong runners, when you go to the track and field and cross country world, that really spikes your race count. It really does. Have you ever raced anything longer than a marathon? No. Any interest in ever doing that? Not really. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. She was pretty like immediate with that response. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've done a few. I, I run with my mom sometimes. Okay. And so What's we, your mom's name? Her name is Nancy. Shout out to Nancy. Yeah. My mom's name is Nancy. You're kidding. Oh, that's hey. so nice. <laughs> Shout out to both Nancys. Your mom's running? Oh, yeah. She's an amazing runner and she got me into running. And um, oh my gosh. a couple years ago, she did the senior games, the senior Olympics, which is was oh awesome. My gosh. Like amazing experience. I've heard of the senior Olympics. It's so inspiring. I was blown away um yeah. oh, we gotta get was, a senior olympics episode oh going. my gosh that would be amazing oh, so awesome. she's participated once in the senior games um but a few times we've done marathons we've done the same marathon not necessarily run together a few of them we've run together okay. but so there have been times where i've finished or done part of the race and then come back and run with her so there have been days really where cool. i've run more than a full marathon but okay I, mean, I don't think i would officially do one. it in no, official capacity i don't think so what about you sam you know i'm a little ultra marathon peer pressure yeah, no the marathon's the longest i've run it's a lo uh, what do you think you'll any interest in something longer I, i'm just not very good at trails and i feel like all the cool ones are on trail it's true i mean if you're not doing it on a trail i and feel it like just my feels so like, like it's just not very good for you yeah. don't do it yeah, yeah it's not worth it so maybe yeah. one day or just is that door closed never say never never say never <laughs> i like that i like that um okay erica let's talk let's dig let's dig back into the old activity background here hmm. so you started running not quite as early as this gal over here. No, but, I, the but let's talk. Let's talk about like your childhood and like where you. We know you were speed skate a little bit. Mm -hmm. What else were you doing? I was into skating and skiing. I was very into skiing. Okay. Downhill skiing. Um, and tried all of the sports, but I don't. I don't not. I don't have great vision, so I was not good at you know softball, tennis. The, there were a lot the, of sports. That the hand-eye coordination me. stuff. Not, not okay. For me. Okay. Um, and I considered trying out for cross country my freshman year of high school, but was really convinced that it was only for the fastest runners, which is, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of how it, everyone who's on the outside always perceives it that exactly. way. Exactly. Yep. I had no idea it was such an inclusive sport and that mm -hmm. really anyone can do it. So I kind of sat on the sidelines for the fall. And then in the spring, I started training really hard and figured I would, um, I, 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 I first thought I would do try lacrosse, which given my vision issues was probably <laughs> The worst idea possible. Yeah, lacrosse um, is gnarly, dude. No, it's crazy. <laughs> and then we used to have to do like sprints at the end, and I've never been a fast runner, but I was able to kind of lead lead the group in the sprints. And I was under the impression that I had to decide between track and lacrosse, like, you know, that moment. Okay. Realized like it had to be one or the other or I, something? I don't know. I don't think that was even true. I think okay. the track team would happily take anyone, even if <laughs> on the last day of the season. Um, but <laughs> I, I figured I didn't have a, you know, there wasn't going to be a, big future for me in lacrosse. So I switched to track okay. um, spring of my freshman year and then haven't looked back since. Nice dude. Yeah. So did you, and that was freshman year of high school, correct? I was in high school. Yeah. Did you run in any formal capacity in college I too? Did. Mm -hmm. Nice. I ran for the university of Michigan, which oh. is very lucky. Damn. She's legit. I know. She is legit. <laughs> yeah. 
You're bald. She's, really She's super. Modest. She's gonna... so modest. You got to help yeah. me pull this out of her. Yeah. Okay. So you ran four years cross country at U of M? No, just two. Just two. Yeah. What led to the decision to not continue to run? Well, a little balance of life or? Yeah. You know, I, I got so much out of those. I felt so lucky that they were willing to take a chance on me and I was not cut out for division one athletics, but it all just worked out in my favor. I was, okay. had such an incredible experience being on the team and then kind of decided I wanted to, I wanted to study abroad. I wanted to in the honors program, I wanted to you do other, all the uh, you other, other priorities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so after two years, and actually there was a group of us, a large group of of women who started freshman year on the cross country team. I mean, I want to say there were twenty five of us, and okay. by the time I left, there were maybe six or seven left. You know, so people were was really dropping like flies. Was it a little bit toxic, or was it just how very it wasn't demanding? Toxic. It was just demanding, and yeah. people, you know, you. The reason why I think I was able to get a spot on the team is I had, there was a assistant coach on, at my high school team okay. who really, you know, who, who knew the Michigan coach, um, Mike McGuire, and, you know, kept saying, I have this runner who really loves to run. And he's passionate. Like, yeah, you, you really want her on your team. Yeah. Mike was like, no, her times are awful. You know, and he's like, no, you really want her. She loves running. She'll, she'll keep at it. You yeah. Know? Right. Um, and I think some people just were already burned out by the time they started. Yeah. You know? Okay. So nice. Yeah. So I, I really, it was kind of out of, you know, an interest in really wanting to continue to run post-college that I decided two years was enough. And I actually did my first marathon, um, the fall after, um, wow, good for yeah, you. So I just kind of kept going pretty mature individual at like age 20 over here. Yeah. Making like pretty big life With decisions. With all that and talent, just <laughs> walking away, hanging up the shoes. You guys don't, don't uh, understand. Did you get Did you get a chance to study abroad like you were hoping? Or I did. I actually did it just in a, a summer program. And where'd you go? I went to London. Did you love it? Loved it. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Okay, I've never been to London. I'd like to oh, go. Oh, really? It's it's amazing. Have you ever been to London? I also studied abroad in London. Wow, what? I didn't know that. We spent all these hours <laughs> running together. How we never known about yeah. this? Wow. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, I think that's pretty mature of you to, I wish, you know, retroactively, I don't spend time harping on it, but I kind of gutted out a five-year college soccer career because I thought this is what I came to college to do. I have to finish it. And I just went through injury and I think just a lot of stress and, you know, the fruits of which like are where now in my life, I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't spend a lot of time regretting it, but I, I, I don't think I would have been mature enough at, you know, sophomore year or sophomore to junior year saying, you know what, this probably isn't serving me well. Mm-hmm. So good for you, dude. Thank you. That's I, pretty, that's you pretty know, cool. What I'm really happy about is that I made the decision. I, you know, I was considering a lot of different schools and ultimately decided Michigan was like the only one that had no interest in me running for them initially. <laughs> and I'm glad that I chose to go to the school that I wanted to go to yeah, and good. then, and then made running kind of the you second mean, priority. You put it in the right order. Yeah. Um, and I that, did, and I did then the it ultimately <laughs> worked, worked out just because I feel like I got, you know, the best of both experiences. Yeah. Good, good, good. I'm glad. Um, okay, let's move on. We're going to dig into, we're going to dig in with you on this section a little bit, Sam. So get ready. Work a little and live a little too. Work life balance. Let's talk more about this researching life of yours. <laughs> Researcher, I hardly know her. No, just kidding. That's a bad one. <laughs> Sam likes that's that one six. though. That's a six. <laughs> Working my way up. Um, okay. So can we talk about how you got started on this journey? That's it. Sure. I also want to talk to you about like when you were in DC, you were working on the Bernie Sanders campaign. Were you not? Or I, no, I was working for his, for his uh, Senate office. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's like, let's just do a little, let's just do a little cruiser of the old Solway career here. Sure. Yeah. 
So what did you get your degree in from, from college? Uh, in sociology. Okay. And, and what was the goal with that originally? I've always liked older people. Um, mm -hmm. And I used to volunteer at a nursing home in high school. That's right. You said that. Yeah. And I used to bring my cross-country teammates. We'd go on like Friday evenings and throw dance parties at the nursing home. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just What a genuine individual you are, Erica. <laughs> um, I've always, I've always really liked older people. Okay. And, um, you just like the, their vibe, kind of yeah. their spirit. Yep. Okay. Really liked spending time with them. Okay. And um, so I was kind of always, I knew, but I knew I didn't want to be a doctor and was trying to figure out what else I could. How do. you could connect with yeah. them. Okay. And so I ended up going to school for social work and public health here okay. at U of M. Cool. Um, and then I read a book, um, called social policy and aging, okay. which I'm sure you've all read. Sounds fascinating. <laughs> and I was really inspired. Okay. Um, and I wrote similar to writing you out of the blue. Okay. I wrote the author and said, I was really thought her book was great okay. and I would love the chance to meet her and maybe work with her. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> did she respond to you? She did. And she said that she was retiring and the only way to work with her would be to join her doctoral program. And I had one year to kind of make all of that happen. And so I applied only to one PhD program. And this and is incredible. Yeah. How did I never hear this story? Damn, bro. <laughs> Erica's throwing down on the pod right now so hard. <laughs> Holy shit. I okay, so you're like the on most boring. Okay, so you emailed her and she said, all right, this is the way you can do it. You, yep. She and said, you had one kind of one year and one chance to do it. That's right. And so I applied while I was still here. I actually ended up having to cram all my classes in to graduate early so I could go out to California to okay. start this PhD And program. that's when you went to San Fran? That's when I went to San Francisco. Dang. Yep. And um, shout out to Carol Estes, who was my advisor. Big shout and out to Carol Estes. Yeah, who really helped shape my career. And um, I got to work for her and, you know, for four years, um, I got my PhD in sociology. Wow! And uh, yeah, and then I ended up working. I worked. Oh, sorry, I worked, at, I, worked, <laughs> I worked as a <laughs> social worker <laughs> um, in Sam, in downtown San Francisco okay. for a while. And then what prompted the switch to D, to go to DC? I had applied to a, a fellowship. Um, okay. It was called the Health and Aging Policy Fellows, and okay. you know, given my interest, it was a perfect fit. I applied once, and I I didn't get in. I applied a second time and um, I was offered an opportunity to go to DC. And the way that it works is you just, you go, they, they pay your salary and you kind of wander around meeting people and seeing if someone is willing to take a chance on you and you could be free labor to any office that will accept right. you for the year. Um, and I met lots of people and I went to the office of um, Senator Sanders. He was the chairman of a subcommittee on primary health and aging. And I thought this is perfect. Perfect I for you. Love Vermont. I love health and aging. And um, Dang, dude. Yeah. and then um, when the fellowship ended, they um, the sender hired me on to continue as a policy advisor. So I huh. stayed for a couple additional years. And then things got a little crazy in DC, right? And things got crazy. I mean, things were always crazy. And <clears throat> I ended up, I, I was pregnant and I was realizing like, this is not the life that I intended to, mm -hmm. you know, start a family. A little too busy. It, it was too busy. The work-life balance was definitely not a thing. Okay. Um, and so when my son was a couple months old and just before um, the senator announced that he was running for president, I decided it was time to go. Um, she got out of Dodge just in time. Yeah, bro. I mean, I was big time. obviously still supporting him, but it was right. just with a little one. It was just too hard to imagine. Yeah. Good for you. Up with that, so. Good for you. Yeah. 
This gal's got her priorities in, yeah. in order. I'm very inspired by you, Erica. <laughs> I just want to know, did you gift him the famous mittens from the meme? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I Can I you just say that? Big time, No, no fibs. No fibs. <laughs> my, my, friend, my friend did make me a Michiganders for Sanders shirt, which I feel Michiganders like... Michiganders for oh, Sanders. should have like been that. a thing, and I should have probably run with it. And, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, but my son had a little one and a little little T-shirt <laughs> so and everything. Holy crap, yeah. dude! Yeah, what a story! Yeah, so holy cow! So I was lucky to kind of make it here and find a job that is related to health policy and aging and in the town that you love. In the town that I love. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 And you moved here. You originally, when you came back to Ann Arbor, you were just trying to cool off for a sec, right? Your parents lived here. Yes. And they snowbirded in California, kind of. Yeah, they live. Yeah, they live. And so they in, still live in Ann Arbor. No, they actually live in Bloomfield Hills. Bloomfield so Hills, but up, Southeast Michigan. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. So Nancy lives in Bloom, Bloomfield Hills. <laughs> yes, she Nancy, does. Nancy, Nancy. I'm getting you on this podcast, Nancy. Oh my gosh, you please. Okay. <laughs> I absolutely. She's very high on the list now, <laughs> Nancy. You're high on the list. Um, all right, Sam. It's a little tough act to follow. But I'm I want a terrible person. I want to <laughs> hear a little bit about, uh, more about your journey through medical school because we talked about it. Where'd you go to undergrad? I went to Wesleyan University in Connecticut. In Connecticut, okay. So you left. You did high school here in Michigan. Yep. And then just kind of, were you trying to get out of Dodge, or were you just applying and went where they took you? I think a small liberal arts school sounded like fun. My older sister did it. Seemed okay. like the thing to do. Okay. So that was the one that spoke to me. Okay. And you did that four years. Then what did you go? Was like medical school on the docket right after that, or was there some gap I, time? I took one year to teach high school in New York City, but with the plan to apply to med school, but just didn't want to go right away. Go right away. You taught in like New York City proper, like like mm-hmm. Brooklyn, Manhattan. Uh, Manhattan. Wow. Yeah. How was that? I mean, is that a fun year of your life? It was really fun. Yeah, yeah I bet. Very fun. Kind of jealous. But I think living in New York is um, a little crazy, but I think like for one or two years, I think that's kind of... One year was perfect. Yeah, okay. And then where'd you go to med school? Back here at University of Michigan. Dang. You got into U of M? Hometown. Damn. Was that... How many other places did you apply to? Probably 10 or 12. Okay. But when U of M accepted you, it was pretty, were they yeah, the they only do, ones? Or they did do you... a great thing. They like accept you like a week after you interview. So then they're like in your head. So you're like applying these Smart. other places and you're like, meh. You're like, I'm Michigan in. Michigan already wants me. I'm in here. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. Okay. And then where did you do your residency here as well? Um, no, I went away to um, Duke. Okay. North Carolina. Oh, shit. Residency. For residency. How long was that residency? Four years or longer? I took a circuitous route, so it was five years. Nice, dude. Me yeah. too. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't do residency for five years, but I did college for five years. <laughs> nice. Just, you know, nice. it's a good time. Yeah. Just keep yeah. milking it, you know? Yeah. And then how'd you get back to Michigan? Um, that was my first job out of residency. I just... Michigan has been calling you back, yeah, it seems me back. like. Yeah, no, Multiple I'm, times, Michigan has called you it back. It called me back. No. And you've heeded, heeded or he- yeah. head the call? Heed, yeah. heed the call? <laughs> What's the past tense of heed? I think heed. Just heed? You've heeded the the call. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm questioning You're You're destined to be here. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And are you happy with that? Very happy. Okay. And then after residency, you just got your, are you working kind of like the same role that you got when you got hired out of residency or things evolved? Yeah, I mean, like you get some different, I teach a lot in the med school now, which was not something I hired into, but I love. Do you like the teaching? I love teaching in the med school. Mm -hmm. It reminds you how cool your job is, right? Like you're like, these medical students, they don't know like what specialty they want to go into. And you're like, well, this is a day in my life. And I'm like, that actually sounds awesome. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) It's a a reminder. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a cool day in the life of me. <laughs> I think I'll keep doing that. That's cool though. So yeah. your your schedule now, um, what like kind of nuts? It seems like yeah, it's kind of 
nobody really understands. I don't even understand my schedule, but it's a combination. It's of more about your patients. And yeah, it's, I have like a couple days in clinic and a couple days operating. And I take these weird shifts in delivering babies mm-hmm. and I teach in the med school. Right. So every day is different, which I love. That's what I was going to ask because I'm a little bit, uh, I mean, ignorant might be a little bit of a harsh word, but I, I don't understand. Like if you are a doctor, an OBGYN to a, to a couple that is planning to have a baby, Whenever that baby comes, is that on you to be there? No. I mean, or do you have a, a team? For the work-life balance situation, yes. I wanted to be at an academic place where, like, when you take call, you're on. Like, I'm not, like, sitting at my house okay. thinking I'll come in. Like, when I take call, I'm in the hospital, okay. like, within five minutes of an operating room. Nice. You know? And so um, when you're home, you're home. But when I'm home, I'm home. And if one of my patients goes into labor, one of my partners will take care of Okay. That's cool. But I'm always kind of aware. Like, I visit them. Yeah, you know. You know. In the hospital. Yeah, because it's a little baby. If I happen to be around. Yeah, know. okay. Oh, I'm going to go teach a class in med school. Maybe I'll hold a baby for a few minutes yeah. first, you know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's a good life. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good little way to balance it. not want to, like, it? hold a baby every time. <laughs> yeah. It's, and the babies smell so good. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> babies are so cute. Um, what about your schedule, Erica? Are you all over the place? Are you nine to five, or what are you doing? It's largely nine to five. Okay. It's pretty predictable. It, it is. It's pretty predictable. And no on call for you. No on call for me. Yeah, no. That's good. No. I'm Shout really out. amazed. Shout out to the on callers yeah, in, in the world. Yeah. It's, you Thank know, you. It's part of it. Thank you. You're going to do anything in the middle of the night, though. Yeah. Giving a baby. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's better <laughs> than like, I'm in real estate. I manage properties. And if I got to call in the middle of the night, it's probably because there's pl- poop or plumbing. Oh, so <laughs> you really want up to me there, dude. It's not that different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Sam. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, we'll go both of you guys on this question. Kind of seems like maybe Erica's going to have a little bit easier way to answer it. But training, working it in with all this stuff your whole life. Is it, are you a morning person? Are you an afternoon person? I run it, in the mornings okay. almost always, but I'm not really a morning person. So you're kind of begrudgingly a morning person. Yeah. And that's because of the job life and the mom life. Like <laughs> if, right. if you don't get it done, you're not going to have the opportunity to do it. Most likely it's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how early in the morning are we talking? Not that early. That's the problem. Six, six thirty. Six thirty. Okay. Um, most days. early. Yeah. It's pretty early, bro. Well, thank you. I'm like, yeah, fairly. Awake. Is that your no, is that your kind of normal now? Up at six, six thirty. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I try and you know, get up. Little joggeru. Yep. And the, is the husband taking care of the kids while you're doing that? Or are they yeah, still they're, sleeping? They're still asleep. So. Nice, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. What about you? When are you running? Um, similar time. Um, I actually don't have to start. I mean, when I'm in the hospital, I start at seven, but normally I start at eight. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. No, okay. Too bad. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and you, when you, like you said, when you're on call, you're in the hospital. Yeah. So there's never a time when you're on call out of the office trying to get a run in and you got to all of a sudden go in. No, I okay. mean, not really. How do you handle, how do you handle your crazy schedule with upcoming races that are important to you? Do you kind of work with your department to like make sure that you have time allocated or is it just, it is no, what it is? I just lean into the I'm a big fan of the one good run a week. It's probably nice. great. And then just get in whatever else you can. Yeah. So I like know. that. So it's a good way to, it's also yeah. a good way to live as long life. As you get you know? one good one. Then the rest is just bonus. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, Erica, you work with a coach at all or are you just a solo? Um, solo. I, I, uh, years ago I got trained as a coach. Okay. Um, so I've done a little coaching myself okay. and I, I guess I rely on that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. You got an internal compass, dude. <laughs> What about you, Sam? You do you go to Coach Town or you just no? I mooch free coaching off of anybody. <laughs> yes, sort of trained in the past. Maybe. Yes, willing to run with me. And you guys both run with PR, or yeah, is that more her, or is that both you guys? Both yeah. How often? I've been on and off for on and off time. for a long time. Yeah. How often are you at PR runs? I only do Saturdays. Do you do? Or, and sometimes do Sunday recovery. Okay. I'm a weekend PR. Okay, your weekend PR, weekend warrior. 
What about, do I very occasionally do the Wednesdays oh, at nice. six. Isn't the Wednesday morning for PR a workout too? No, nope. They actually, it's between two workouts and okay. it's like the easy run. And yeah. it's How many PR runs are there a week? Is there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday? And oh Sunday recovery. Damn, Five bro. days a week, yeah. They go hard. They do. They really Shout do. Shout out to Colleen and Paul, man. Seriously, they're, they're a freaking well-oiled machine. I am a subscriber to your guys' newsletter, although I never come to the runs. I would like to at some point. Colleen's a really good writer, though. Join it's us. Like, it's a good I love read. It. It's both, a good read. Both That's of them. That's why I'm a... very funny. I, they great I love it. Yeah. I, I love a good PR email. Yep. It's, I'd rather scroll through that than some Instagram bullshit. So that's kind of what I like to do. Um, okay, we're moving on. Next part of the pod. Here we go. Which run? Which one was your favorite? Which run? Which one was your favorite? Which one was your favorite? We're going favorite run of this past year. It doesn't have to be the calendar year. It could be maybe just like literally year to date. I bet I know what Erica's answer is. So let's maybe have Sam go first. Definitely Boston. Boston. It was my first Boston. It was a life goal. Yeah. It was amazing. Easy answer, huh? Easy. No doubt about it. Do you want to put more? Do you want to give us some more detail about Boston or was was it everything you thought it would be? More. More. It's more. It's fucking, yeah. it's crazy. I've never yeah. done it. I need to get down there. I need to super fan it. I need to check it out and maybe one day run it. But I mean, did it live up to the hype for uh, you? It was like, it was all the hype. It was everything I ever Yes. I don't know why I had it in my head. I'd never even seen it before, but it was just in my head. Like, mm-hmm. that's what real runners do. Do, yeah. They've done a good job of, oh, they yeah. really shepherded bought, the brand I well. I bought all the gear. Did you buy the swag? I drank all the Kool-Aid, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like when you go, you got to kind of oh, go yeah. all in. It was so great. That's the way to do it. Yeah. And, did your, and your body performed well? You felt like everything worked out for the most part? No drama there? Or? Well, there ended up being a lot of drama. <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of, of sad checks. Yeah, I hurt my foot like two weeks before, and I never get injured. Like, I'm like... A, Oh shit! I knock on wood. I never get injured. Okay. I wore um, some vapor flies tied too tight, like two weeks before, and okay. I got what I thought was a stress fracture, but an MRI revealed it was just tendonitis. Okay, so I got a steroid you, injection. And, okay, uh, you got some juice. Yeah. So did you get yeah, the? I was roiding. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get the MRI in between? So you got hurt. You got the MRI before you went to Boston. I pulled some like major strings. I mean, you got to pull those strings, yeah. bro. They're you like loading me in the MRI. And I was like, is everybody going to have a brain tumor again? <laughs> <laughs> my foot um but no it was just tendonitis and okay. it, it worked out but it changed my priorities okay so like i didn't like try and go for speed i was like i just want to like finish like with a smile on my face and like enjoy the day enjoy the day and i it was it was such a blessing and you were able to do that oh my gosh it was like the greatest thing like the last mile i kept thinking everything hurts including my face from smiling <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy right that's now. amazing so <laughs> I'm going to remember that one. Yeah, it was I'm, so good. The only injury you want to get is on your cheeks yeah. from smiling like so like, big. Oh, yeah, I like my that. My quads and my cheeks. It's a good feeling, too, when you know, <laughs> yeah. like, if there, it, mentally knowing that there wasn't a stress fracture there. Yeah. So when the pain was there, you you weren't feeling like, I'm really, like, driving myself into the ground. Yeah. That probably helped you a yeah. little bit, too. Yeah, it was like, your foot looks actually pretty good. There's just some inflamed tendons. Okay, good. So, so Boston, all in. Two thumbs oh, up. Yeah. Will you go back? I'm afraid I have to. Yeah. That was too fun. That's what happens when you drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Type 2 fun was how yeah. you described it. Yeah, it was type 2 fun. <laughs> you drinking the Kool-Aid. All right. Erica. I'd probably say the same, but I'll, I'll go with something different. Okay. I actually also a race, which is that, is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. Totally okay. fair. Um, I feel like I don't want to broadcast this because I want it to keep it the best kept secret. Okay. But, um. The second half of the Detroit Marathon, okay. so, you know, they uh, like you can do the first half marathon or the second. The mm-hmm. second half is the best kept secret there is. It's amazing. The non-international one? The non-international one. So okay. everyone does the international one. 
the non-international one, at, I forget now what time it starts, like 10.30 in it the morning. Starts later. And you're yeah, just you like, in your own bed. Yeah, just this leisurely run through downtown Detroit. It's beautiful. Damn. Um, That's a hack. I, you're it, right. It was, it's awesome. I did it with my mom and my friend Emma, and it was great. Um, hey. It was a beautiful day. It was gorgeous down yeah. there this year, yeah. this past There's, year. It, they changed the course. It was on the DeQuinder Cut, which was this really awesome part that... There were so many like enthusiastic spectators. It yeah, was, it was just great. So. Yeah, I love that. I love um, that. Okay, so keep it on the low, PRP listenership. Yeah, but yeah. Don't tell anyone about non-international, terrible, terrible non-international Detroit Free Press half marathon. Yeah. Okay. They, they call it the domestic half. Is it? They do. I think they do call it the domestic. Half. <laughs> the domestic. Half. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have as much flair as the international half. Um, okay, we're moving on. Next section. Here we go. You know what time it is. All right, Stravalis Erica Solway. <laughs> we really had to dig deep for this one. But on, I got something. Is she on Strava? You're not on Strava, but I got activities. I got oh, activities. Shout okay. out to Evan Hicks. Evan, my boy Evan Hicks. But let's go ahead and start with Sam, and then we're going to move on to you. We'll keep you... I want to keep you thinking about what I found. Okay. So I got two for Sam. I'm trying to figure out which one to do. I think I'm going to go with this one. So Sam, this activity is entitled Night Run, Treetown Trussell. Oh, wow. You went back. October 4th, 2020. <laughs> you trussled at 1242 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Dang, bro. I'm going to give you this so you can see it. Yeah, and I'm just going to, I'm going to have you explain yeah. the Strava. Yeah. So, I mean, those are the dark days of the pandemic. Those are the super dark days those of the pandemic. Those were the really dark days. Uh, Sca- the scary yeah, days. Pictures, I'm reminding myself. Oh, yeah. So my friend Denise, shout out to Denise. Shout out to Denise. Who, there's some other friends in there too, right? Yeah, or, there's Lindsay. Lindsay too. and Denise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You uh, three decided that you're going to do it middle of the night so there was there was some guy who was coming to town he was running a hundred miles and he correct me 100 miles in each state was his goal so he was going to do loops of this half marathon course with trails okay and because of covid there were like size limitations on people joining him so we signed up for the midnight shift and he so he was looping the tree town trussell course yep and, and he just, sent out like a spreadsheet of t- people to come link up you with could him only like sign up like Six people per shift and stay socially distanced. What's, what's his name? What's the guy's name? That Do you remember it? Great question. Erica's like on her phone. She's going to find Erica, him. Erica, dig I, him up. I don't know. She might Denise, not be able to dig it Denise. up. Shout out to Denise. Denise will know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Tree Town Trussell is a yeah. great event. That's a yeah. fun one. Did that, did that, uh, was that born in COVID? Was that the first year it happened or was it happening before that? I forget. I think that it was the, I think it had happened before. 2019 it went yeah, down? I think okay. so. Well, I mean, what a beautiful you know, kind of precursor event because yeah. that's kind of like a COVID proof. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. Stanko's was- a visionary dude. He doesn't even know it. Yeah, it <laughs> he doesn't even know it. Um, okay. So we got, uh, we got Sam's taken care of and now we've got two activities that I found from Erica and I need to figure out which one I want to talk about. Um, let's see this one. I think this one is funny because of what place you finished in. So let's go with this one. You know what? Actually, let's go back. Let's do the other one. Here we go. This is going back, dude. Evan went back. Our boy Evan Hicks went back. I'm pretty sure. November 11th, 2001. What? The Evans Scholars 4th Annual 5K. Erica (laughs) Solway. Hmm. You took second place overall. Hmm. First place, women ages 16 and over. You were age 20. Okay. 
and your total time was 20 minutes and 33 seconds. Huh. Do you even remember this? I don't, no. <laughs> Evan, nice work, yeah, bro. Good job, you Evan. found a, an activity that the, that the guest doesn't even remember. No. Okay, well, we have another one. We have another one queued up. But if you remember anything about this 5K, Uh-oh. Okay. You, should, you should let us know. How about this? October 28th, 2012, the Marine Corps Marathon. Mm-hmm. You took 666th place, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little, little devil yeah. place there. Uh, but you ran a pretty impressive time, 321.49. Mm-hmm. Where were you living? Was that when you were in San Fran? No, you, I was living in D.C. at the time. You were, that was mm-hmm. a D.C.-based one? And I did it the next year also. I ran a little faster the next okay. year. Okay. So explain that activity. Give us some more context around behind the Marine Corps Marathon in 2012. <laughs> you know, I I used to run with a um, an all women's running team in San Francisco, which was okay. awesome. Shout out to the Impalas. You ran with the Impalas. I did. Yeah. And no, you didn't. The, did you hear about their world record this weekend? I did. Yeah, wasn't that amazing? Shout out I, to the Impalas. I you love ran that. with. Of course, you ran know. with the Impalas, dude. <laughs> it was just. Oh um, my god! Thing to do if you live. Tell, in San tell them about the world record. So they broke the one the, the hundred by a mile world record. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it in what like nine hours and eighteen minutes, which mm-hmm. is like a five forty pace, That's including insane. one of the Impalas who's been around for a long time, who I think was part of three or four world record. Like she had participated in the hundred by one mile three or four times. And she was their, their last leg of this relay. Um, wow. I just thought she's in her early sixties, I think. Now. Big shout out to the yeah. Impalas. Yeah. They're amazing. Anyway, I moved to DC, had no one to run with. Were you, I, you were just, you were on, you were in a little silo for a bit. Uh, yeah. I went to Craigslist, put up an ad looking for running partners. I Holy shit. made some really good running wow. buddies this way. Um, you I, went on Craigslist and posted for running buds? I did. Damn. And my friend. That's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> I made, I made two. I bet you've made some lifelong friends doing that though. I actually have. I've made my, I, my the first real success story from Craigslist was my friend Becky. Who, okay. Um, Shout out to Becky. Is a really amazing person. She's just incredible. And we met, we thought we didn't, we didn't realize we lived how, we lived close to each other. Okay. Um, and uh, we, she was looking for an ultimate Frisbee team. And I posted that I was looking for a running partner. And she came across my ad. And the rest was history. We were became fast friends. Um, I just think that is just one of the most terrific things I've ever heard. Yeah. She's oh a professor God. now. You know, she, like we were, you know, grad students at the time. She was actually, she was a research assistant even before I grad school. And um, I had, you know, such a great friendship with Becky that I tried again in DC. Okay. I actually met a friend named Virginia who, um, she was the one who convinced me to do Boston this year, actually. Thankfully uh-huh. I had Sam to run with, but my it was my friend Virginia who lives in San Francisco now, um, who I met in DC on Craigslist, <laughs> who convinced me to actually go to the marathon. I never I never so, heard anything like this. Yeah. I know. You really put yourself out <laughs> there. Well, the She's delightful to run with the, though. Yeah, the thing is about being the one who posts is that you don't, there's not that vulnerability. I mean, you put yourself out there, but then you get to receive the responses and decide who you respond to. You're right, to, yeah. you know? you're right. So, yeah. That's a good point. A um, little bit of control. Yeah, you do. And okay. you know, Virginia wrote me, She we, uh, turned out we had the same um, area code. Like we turned out we were from the same, she's, she's from Northville. So we like hit it off immediately and became good friends. Anyway, I was kind of just trying as much as I could <laughs> to find people to run with. And okay. um, I had a great friend, running friend in DC named Christina, who okay. um, also I like had to kind of beg to 
run with me. As she, we had a mutual <laughs> friend who was like, she's like, I know this person. She's really crazy. She lives in New York, but she comes to DC to run. And I was like, I need to meet her. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway, with my like, so that whole crew did the Marine Corps. No, no, okay. I, I, but I was like kind of piecing together runs with all these different friends that I made through these different connections, um, and was able to do the marathon, which was I don't. If, it's very scenic. It's all over DC. It's a good um, course in Virginia. It's it's a great course and it's quite fast. Um, wow! Thanks to Evan for playing. Dude, big shout out to Evan for bringing yeah. out some memories and yeah. some good stories out of that. Yeah. No one is safe if you come on the PRP. We're gonna get you. We should have gone a little deeper on you, but 2020 is pretty deep. Yeah. How Sorry, deep does your? I still your, haven't even found who the, what the name of the runner was. How deep? How deep does that. your? How deep does your travel go? Do you even know? Oh, I don't know. I don't I mean, even know where mine was too. 2018. I maybe? think it probably all started in about 2020. It got it got into some weird spaces. That's I I did a COVID related 500 plus day running streak where I never missed a day. Like it got into some weird. Mm. Got weird. It got weird. Shit got weird. It got weird. It got weird for all of us. So yeah, you're not alone. I was like I was running that one at 12:34 a.m. and I was like I don't know if I'm gonna run before midnight or after midnight. I better go for a quick run. <laughs> yeah, can't, yeah, get the I streak. Remember your streak? Yeah, <laughs> my streak was very alive. So I like ran a mile with my daughter earlier that day and was like, okay, well that day's taken care of, <laughs> just in case like the hundred mile guy doesn't get here before midnight. Check the box, baby. No stress. <laughs> no stress. Gonna, no, He's not deal. gonna break my streak. <laughs> Super cash. Oh my gosh. All right, we're going to move on. This is going to be hilarious for this race, but we're going to do it anyways. Here we go. Let your guard down. <sighs> Big race this weekend. It's time to get vulnerable. Mm, Sigmund. Jeez. All right, so Erica, <laughs> what's your goal with this race <laughs> on Saturday? To have fun. I thought, I thought that might be the answer. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be pretty easy for you to accomplish that goal, I think. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. We'll it's, a big old, it's a big old jamboree out there, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, what are you most worried about out there at Zuki? Is there any worries? Oh, well, last year, Shannon finished a leg and we were nowhere we to We weren't found. there for her. So Classic. I felt bad. Yeah, I definitely don't. I want to avoid that. Yeah, year, we've rerouted the course a little bit. So there's no longer that overlap in the driving. There was never an overlap in the running course, but there was an overlap in the way that the driving directed you through. I think that was between legs five, six, and seven. And that was a big old clusterfuck. Okay. There's we'll no say, other we'll way to put that. We'll say that was the reason, but I don't know if it I was. <laughs> Maybe my navigation. Yeah, was it, my, you? Yeah. it was on you? No, no, no. It was probably me. <laughs> so, yeah, little little uh, logistics. But that's also kind of what makes Zuki fun. Right. And I think that I've been, Brent has realized this on his own. And I think I've uh, peer pressured him a tad to kind of, and I think it's it's kind of a hard sell sometimes for new people to the event, but as as the runners continue to come back like they do, you kind of put the onus on the runners. to Like the logistics is part of the thing. Mm-hmm. It's part of the whole confusion and chaos of the day. Right. So anyone who's list- who wants to do Zuki, it's part of it. We're not going to make it perfectly easy for you. We're going to do our best to explain it, but then it's on you mm-hmm. and your little squad and your little car to cruise around. <laughs> so Colleen finished and you guys were nowhere to be found. It was Shannon. Shannon. It was Shannon. Yeah. I mean, that was our Did she keep running? Runner. That was our mistake. Of course. Yeah, yeah, Shannon's no. flies. She yeah. flies, so... <laughs> We learned lesson our lesson, learned. yeah. Lesson shame. learned, shame. big time, big time. Okay, we're going to move on. Next section here. This is the big picture. It ain't a photographic. Okay, big picture. Erica, we've kind of been talking about this a little bit, but what's up with you and the big picture with running? Let's stick, you know, big picture of life. That's pretty, that's pretty open. 
Let's stick to running. You might be done with the marathon. What's going on? What's going on? Big picture. Anything upcoming after this this year? That's a really good question. I don't have any major goals, which makes me probably a really boring guest here. But um, I, you know, when I came back from Boston a couple, several weeks ago, I had such a great conversation with Nick Stanko okay. in the store. And he was, he was so right on. He was talking about how, you know, and Sam and I are the same age also, and, 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 and Nick too, that like to be a master's runner now when there's all these fast shoes, there's all these like, you know, there's so many different ways that you can kind of kind of continue to thrive in running. Um, you know, he was saying how lucky we are that we get to be part of this kind of revolution of, you know, you know, in, in running. I'm able to, you know, get close to the some of my life PRs yeah. without putting in like that much training, you know, and I know that's not going to last forever. So I'm trying to just appreciate it and continue to race through it as much as possible. And, okay. um, I try not to make running a big part of my life from my family. Like I don't usually involve them in the things that I do. It's kind of your own little private thing. It's my own private thing. Okay. So finding things, you know, some of the, the tried and true, like the Dexter and Arbors, but also kind of mixing things up locally and kind of okay. keeping it, keeping it fun is, is the goal for me. I'd, I'd love to be like my mom and be able to do the senior games when I'm older. Yeah, yeah. And I just, it's I'm pretty freaking amazing. Taking, dude. Yeah. So you don't overthink it. Um, you just kind of take it as it comes. I take it as it comes. I just really appreciate, you know, the daily runs with friends, um, yeah. friends in the neighborhood, friends from PR. Um, that means so much to me that like, I wouldn't want to risk injury or risk, you know, something yeah. that would. That's beautiful. That yeah. That really is beautiful. Um, Sam, what about you? Up in the big picture, dude. I mean, very similar, but just so many fewer marathons under my belt. So I would probably like to do more, but not at the risk of hurting myself. And okay. Not. I mean, I've. How's the, how's the foot right now? Great. It's back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's. Are fine. you racing it all this year then, or are you keeping it chill? I mean, I don't. I don't think that marathons all the time are great for you. But I, I, I've actually signed up. Now I feel silly. I signed up for the international half uh -oh. at Detroit. Uh -oh. <laughs> I think it should have talked first. I know. Bama. <laughs> Bama. Yeah. That's okay. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. still an amazing race. It is. So a half in the fall. I, I think halves. I think yeah. I'll do halves for a little while and then we'll see. I, yeah. I did put on my calendar like literally just today. Like Boston registration opens in September. Mm. Yeah, okay. Think about that. It's on her radar. Yeah. <laughs> She's got tabs on it. Uh, yeah. yeah. She'll You're do drinking great. the Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I think uh, I just think that I'm I'm not to where you guys are. For sure. I haven't been running for as long, but I do think they're, I think I'm kind of crested the summit on my running honeymoon, my relationship with running honeymoon, where it was all about just getting everything I could always. And now I've learned that that dilutes the experience a little bit for me at least. And then B, it just was, it just has not been a sustainable thing for my body and my physical health. Mm -hmm. So yeah, one good, one good event a year with opportunistic things all trinkled in between and a hell, like a whole hell of a lot of group and friend runs in between. When the ability to run gives you like a unique opportunity to do something cool with friends mm -hmm. or to meet up. I mean, when else do adults with like busy lives and kids and jobs do something like, like that. meet up and spend two hours talking literally. and then like literally be like, gotta go back to my family. Like literally like, I've like come back from running on straight to my car or like we'd like yeah. slow ways like, good luck at the soccer game. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. Like, if it's like, it's, it fits well. Yeah, okay. I like that. I was reading nice. about this, like, you know, when you're young, yeah. you have these everyday friends, you see yeah. them, at, you know, every day at school. Yeah. and 
adults don't really have those people in their no. life, especially no. not yeah. these days when like a lot of work is, you know, like hybrid or yeah, remote. Yeah. Or, yeah. And so I feel like with running, you know, you have those everyday friends. Yeah, and, yeah and for sure. That's that like reoccurring a, it's people really, in your life. It's really special. They know what's going on. You don't got to bring them up to speed because you haven't seen them in four months. Exactly, they know. Exactly. Yeah. And the other, you did a shout out to the race volunteers, which they deserve all the pats oh, on the back. So good. Um, the other thing that I've really found to be rewarding is I've done a little bit of like coaching or kind of teaching new runners about running. A little and kind mentoring. Of, a little mentoring, a little bit of kind of the couch to 5K, kind of like this is how you get yourself going and okay. anyone can participate in a race. And that is so rewarding to be able to share the love of running with other people. So I hope in You're preaching a, future, the gospel. In a yeah. future life I can continue to do that. I used to do yeah. it before kids. And I had this incredible job where I was like a running tour guide. And it was oh my God. so cool. And I would like, if I could do that again, I'd be so happy and what, just go right, now you show people in our You got to tell us a little more about that. Oh my gosh, it was, you just the best. Like, was that like, for, like in an unofficial capacity or what It was you actually in a, I guess it was an official capacity. I, there was a, um, a summer program where business executives from around the world came to Stanford for a few weeks each summer. And this job, this gig was passed down to me. They looked for kind of people who were actually all people who had like an exercise background because we had to do a, a like a fitness <laughs> warm up routine. Yeah, we had okay. to lead all these mm -hmm. people. And, you know, that was my least favorite part of the yeah. job. But then um, there was a running group, a walk a walk jog group and then a walking group and we'd lead people each morning on tours of campus and yeah. I actually had my running group we trained for the San Francisco the half of the San Francisco marathon and we Amazing. got a bus so cool. and we went there for the race and um, and we they used to give us these beautiful delicious free breakfast I was paid like something like $75 for a 45 minute run each day I mean and the whole you got thing breakfast was, and got free breakfast damn what? The best killing it, it dude I mean I, I love my job now but that was the best job oh. I ever had were you running in Palo Alto then or mm -hmm. were you up in the city when no, you were no I was it was I was actually living in Palo Alto and I was okay. able to just take them on your classic run. routes yeah yeah it was great anyway damn. so I think sharing that's the dream dude sharing that's, the love I of running with job. yeah it was, well we you could, got I you, mean Ann Arbor is great we could Probably we can do that. Yeah, we and there's a like there's that. a decent like tech scene here. We gotta start talking to people. Be like, yeah, yeah. we got people coming into town. Our parents of you know college you oh. know, students like we could totally on game do day that. weekends oh, and yeah. stuff. Exactly, immature. Yeah. <sighs> All right, we're gonna talk offline about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. TM. <laughs> TM. Whatever our name the is. Trademark. TM. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't run the Detroit half. <laughs> Don't run the Detroit <laughs> Uh, well, you have incredible foresight, Erica, because next question here and last question of the vulnerability piece. We'll go Erica first, then we'll then we'll go Sam because um, Erica's just kind of rolling right now. Uh, advice for someone wanting to start running or maybe more. I've been tearing it more a little bit this year, this season. Someone in a uh, running rut. Um, what would it be and why? I would say well, maybe this is bad advice, but I would say be easy on yourself. Take take it easy. You know, I, I guess... My motto is like, I don't, I don't work very hard. I don't do speed workouts. I don't like really push myself. So damn I don't know. <laughs> that's not that's true. how I roll, dude. I, I, I don't think you need to do all that stuff to really reap the benefits of running. So I would say, you know, some people really, the idea of like huffing and puffing through a run is like, that's what they envision. Mm -hmm. And I would say, you know, like just let it, you know, find some friends, find a group, take it easy. Just appreciate being outside with fellow runners, you know, and I think, I mean, whether it's you're someone in a rut or someone who's interested in running but doesn't know how to begin, that would be my advice for a first step because there's That's nothing great better. Advice. That's great advice. 
Just appreciate the small stuff, right? Mm -hmm. That's good life advice, too. It's much easier said than done, but it's a good reminder. It is. For some reason, with running, it's easy. With other stuff, it can be harder. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Definitely. Um, Sam, what about you? Advice, new runners, running rut runners, what would you say? I mean, I think it's a very similar feeling, but maybe I would just word it as, you know, something's always better than nothing. Quit while you're ahead. I do a lot of two and three mile runs and that might not for real runners. Like why bother? I'm like, because I feel good after I do, you Mm -hmm. know, and like I can. It's a little free time too from your your life, right? I do two miles and I just like maybe plan something I was going to say during a class I'm going to teach. Like it just gives me a little time to clear my head. Like, and I don't go fast. If I'm going two miles, like why bother to go fast? Just, Just enjoy it. Get your thoughts collected and get in the shower and start your day. Yeah. Good for you. It's a good way to start your day. Yeah. Fresh air is never bad. Right. Ever. Never, ever bad. Um, okay. We're just, we're cooking right along here. Let's move on. Next uh, part of the pod. Here we go. What's the plan for the big race weekend? What's the plan? What's the plan? Woo! Big plans. Big plans. You don't got to go to a hotel. It's a local race. It's a local race. Um, I... What's your pre, what's your pre-race uh, morning, uh, not morning of, sorry. Night before nutrition. What are you going for? Are you loose or you got a, like a regimented or where are you at? Not regimented. I try and, con- well, it's funny. My kids would happily eat, you know, noodles or mac and cheese or something any day, yeah. oh, you know? Yeah. So oh, sometimes yeah. we just do that just because it it's also easy. works for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, before race, that sounds sure. like right, the right thing to do. So, um, but I don't, I don't have any rituals or anything like that. Okay. Um, and uh, certainly not for this. Keep one. it chill. Keep uh, it what chill. about you, Sam? You got go-tos or do you just kind of whatever? Um, now I got a pretty strong stomach, so just, just whatever eating, it is. So. Eating a, I'm, I'm largely follow a vegetarian diet, so nice. I wouldn't add in meat the night before races. Yeah. Would you don't not, want to mix it up too hard. go well for me, <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, yeah. I love it. Uh, let's talk morning of. What do you go? Pre-race. You go to any fruit or oatmeal or bre- what do you do? Oh, it depends on the timing of the race, actually. So okay. I guess it'll depend. I haven't, we haven't figured out our leg assignments yet, so depending mm-hmm. on... How you're going to figure that out morning of probably, or, um, no, I, we just, I just was texting with everyone before I came here to figure out a time this week, hopefully that we'll to touch talk. base and yeah, okay. make a plan. But, um, like yesterday, cause Dexter and Arbor started a little bit later. I did have some oatmeal and a banana and a, a banana. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Shout out to bananas. <laughs> his eyebrows just went up. Like shout out. Woo, baby. <laughs> What's your ideal ripeness on your nanner? Uh, just like this, actually. Those you are pretty, those are like, green. those yeah. are kind of green. I, I, I like it. I like it a little green. I okay. definitely don't want any dark spots. Will you avoid, so. you'll avoid brown then? Yes. You can't do any brown spotting? No, I don't mm. like those really sweet bananas. Mm. No. They're good I'd rather though. have them crunchy. Like You, you like them crunchy? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. What about you? Just slightly on the other side of the. You're so, you're so you might. A dot or two of brown. Just a, just a few dots, though. <laughs> Nothing serious. No. What do you do for breakfast mine over to you, before a race? <laughs> I'm currently on an oatmeal peanut butter blueberry kick. Oh, Seems nice. To be what kind oat. of oatmeal? Just like Quaker oats. Just Quaker? Do you go mm-hmm. steel cut or is it just like... I think they are steel cut. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't understand what that means. I don't really know either. I don't <laughs> like the instant ones. They're too little. I like like the bigger flakes. And then will you get the peanut butter hot or is that applied afterwards? Or I just put it, I it? get a huge spoonful and then just stir my oatmeal with that. Into it. Yeah. And then frozen bloobs or, or fresh? This time you're fresh. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We got them. Yeah. It's rolling. Why not do it? Yeah. Um, all right, ladies, you know, we got to go code brown. It's just an obligation of the pot. So what's up with you with code brown in the morning? Are you converting? Is it a worry or is it, is it going to come out? <laughs> 
it's always I, I guess it's always a worry but i i don't a race like this i don't <laughs> don't give too much that. thought too much, too much thought to it usually coffee what about before like a boston though are you like drinking a little coffee to make sure it happens yeah yeah are you single deucing or double deucing um, single or single, double? Single. I'm yeah. impressed with these doubles. There's a quad. Wow. <laughs> Episode two is quad deuce. Was, it, was well, that the guy for the Boston one? The uh, guy who switched to Gatorade the night before? Jack is, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Jack is, Jack's got something it else was, going on. That was not normal. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a doctor. <laughs> you should see a doctor. <laughs> you should see a doctor. <laughs> what about a you on Code said. Brown, Sam? Is it is it a worry or is it pretty is it pretty chill? I told you about my coffee bar situation. Yeah, so. <laughs> situation. So when you get the Chemex. Get the Chemex. And it's time. Really grind the beans fresh. That's a little bit of, it's a little bit of me time. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Good. I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, all right, one last section here before we wind this up. Here we go. Look good. What you wearing? Run good. So tell me about the trip, All right, Erica, what you got on? What you going to be wearing for Zooks? We kind of know. <laughs> you know. We kind of know, well, but well, let's go. Uh, let's talk about your running shoe, just you know, for fun. What kind of running shoe are you in? Are you religious to um, one kind, or are you kind of dabble? I am very religious to okay. one kind, um, and but I, like Sam, have recently started wearing the Vaporflies for racing. I don't know if I'll be wearing those on Saturday. On the dirt, going to be taking on it the nice gravel. And easy. Yeah, yeah, I don't no. think so. So I usually wear the Zoom Vimero, okay, um, for my daily runs, and I'll probably be wearing those. What color are they? You dabble? Um, the current ones are black with some purple and teal, which I oh. like the accent of. I like a color. nice dark shoe. Yeah, yeah. It's actually it feels like it's you know this season. Like I could mm-hmm. go different, but I I like that it. And then you got some specialty shirt. socks. It sounds like. Well, for the for this race, I do. They're not special running socks, but they're on theme. They're on um, theme. Yes, and mm-hmm. you know I may be wearing my classic long sleeve or long pants. You'll have to figure that part out. UV but protection. Yes, my she UV protection. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I need to go. You know, I want to go on theme, so I may just I may end up in a tank top and shorts, and you, no one will recognize we'll see. me. And then yeah. a cowboy hat, right? <laughs> the cowboy hat. You got like a the string on the cowboy hat to keep it on. Unfortunately, no. I went to Party City and got these really you got the cheap str- ones. You got the stringless ones. <laughs> the string. I mean, they're. Are they like, going to pop sit, off? It sits like on top of your head. Are the um, runners actually going to run with those? I don't think yeah, we can. Okay. I don't. It'll be a photo. It's just going to pop yeah. right off. Yeah. 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 Get some pics. But get a. We'll get a bandana. Something we can wear for yeah, the. There you go. Yeah. So. What kind of? I know you're not running on Saturday. But what kind of running shoe are you in? I'm in the Brooks Ghost for. You like it? For years now. You've been, you've been in that for a while. Yeah. You're a Brooks gal. Yeah. Seems safe. Good. It's kind of, it's kind of like old. It's kind of like an older thing to do too. It seems like Brooks, kind of calling you out right now. You know what's weird? All the older, I, all went, the, like, all I the was older like an Asics loyal. Like I thought I was so cool, and I went. I was like, I'll take my Asics, Asics <laughs> DS trainer, and they're like, we'll have special order for you. And I was like, is, tell me, tell me the truth. Is that not cool anymore? And they're like, it's definitely not cool anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, and so then they got me in the Brooks goes, but they must just look at me and be like, mom jeans. <laughs> Brooks goes. Brooks goes. But. I like hey, it. Hey, they work for you. I like it. Yeah. They if keep it's not coming broken. out with new colors. I don't know. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. New colorways. Yeah. Um, okay, ladies, this was just a whole hoot and a half. This was so much fun. Um, this is a lot of pressure right now on you, Sam. But usually I let the guest host offer some words of wisdom to our oh. guests before their big outing this weekend. So I know Erica's a little nervous for this. Okay. <laughs> Erica, I'm just going to need you to wear sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to bear your arms. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> Please. Please. I'm just Please. really nervous. Just wear some <laughs> sunscreen, okay? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm sure she will. Um, I don't have any advice for you. I just think, like I said, I've already kind of said it. I just think that you seem to be a very um, well-thought and mature person. And 
I've just been inspired by, you know, quite a number of things that you've that you've said on this pod today. So I'm stoked on you guys. I'm glad that we're I'm glad that we're friends now. I'm gonna be golfing with Sam, whether she likes it or not. As long as you don't beat me. That's right. Oh, that's you don't gotta worry about that. You won't be a friend anymore. Exactly. And then Erica, maybe you and I can go on a run sometime this summer. That would be great. That would be awesome. Uh, good luck to the what's the the Western the Old West Riders the Old West Riders yeah. this weekend at Zuki and have so much fun out there. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the pod. Well, thank you so much. Thanks yes, for of course. Season three, episode four of the PRP was recorded in Ann Arbor, Michigan, downtown at Ann Arbor Running Company on Ashley Street. PRP intro, outro, and jingle jams by the legend himself, Jacob Sigmund. All right, PRP listenership, there you have it. Good times, man, good times. Erica and Sam, you two are pretty freaking awesome, down-to-earth people. I had so much fun recording this with you. The vibes you brought to the studio were so pleasant and tranquil and fun. I just appreciate you both so much and am most definitely inspired by your approach to this sport. Using running as a pillar for wellness and focusing on gratitude rather than performance. I think we could all likely afford to take a page out of your collective running books and perhaps not take running so seriously all the time and forget about the little things. Like we said earlier in the episode, that's much easier said than done, but don't forget when you're out there slogging away and building up for your next race PRP listenership, take it easy on yourself. Enjoy it. Each day and each opportunity that we get to run is a real blessing. It really is. Running and movement is a gift. Enjoy it and don't get lost in the sauce. Moving on, quick aside, before running through Erica's race report, that guy who Sam ran with back in October 2020 for the Treetown Trussell, the guy's name who we couldn't remember, who was running 100 miles in all 50 states, well, we found his name. His name is Peter Ripmaster. Go look him up. He's a beast. All right, reporting on the race for you here before we wrap this up. The old West Striders had an absolute friggin' blast at A2Zuki, as did everyone. This event is just so fun. If you guys are local or not local and haven't done it before, you got to come out and join us next year. The vibes are immaculate, and the finish line with the deck at the Zuki Lake Tavern is just so ideal. On top of having fun, these seasoned cowgirls actually threw it down and finished with an official time of three hours, nine minutes, and eight seconds. God damn, ladies. Good for third place overall on the women's side of things. Well done. All right, gang. I'm out. Make sure you're following A2Zuki and Bandit Races on Instagram. It's the best way to stay plugged with info for next year's Zuki as well as future Bandit events and races this summer. Brent and the Bandits have got some races in the queue. Chef's in the kitchen. Stay tuned. On that note, make sure you're also following the PRP on the gram. If you're not already doing it, what are you doing? Come on, guys. I work hard. I put some pictures out there for you so you can see our guests, and you're definitely going to want to see the outfits of the Old West Riders and their garb from this one. Instagram handles to keep an eye out for bandit races, all one word, bandit races underscore A2, A to Zuki Relay, that's A to Zuki, Z U K E Y underscore Relay, and of course, pre race podcast, all mashed together, one word, exactly the way it sounds, baby. Okay, I'm out. Next episode of the PRP is an absolute barn burner, people. What local cyclist and running store owner will be joining to discuss his career and relationship with the endurance sports 
What legitimately insane race is he preparing to tackle? You're going to have to tune in to find out. And trust me, you're not going to want to miss this one. All right. Peace. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your run. Enjoy the rest of whatever the hell it is you're doing up there. What are you doing? You're cooking dinner? Are you brushing your teeth? What are you doing? Whatever it is. Enjoy it. And we'll see you back here very soon. that don't you a little bit are you guys are you guys organized individuals or unorganized individuals there's work sammy and home sammy nice work sammy i bet is dialed in oh she's killing it and home sammy is a hot mess oh man that's good um yeah i don't think there's anything yeah i don't i don't know let's see i'm sometimes i just feel like i'm not ready but i'm ready to go um you guys have any questions before we get going i'm gonna i'm gonna open the beer actually you know what let's wait to open our beers until we start so we start chatting. Okay, that sounds good. Um, qu- questions? Oh, if you need to do a little potty break, that's fine. You can just raise your hand and just be like, <laughs> I gotta go potty. And then we'll go. There's bathrooms in the gym. So you don't even have to go all the way down. And uh, sometimes people come up here and that's just part of it. Cool. Okay. And sometimes you'll hear people dropping weights really loud. Donk. And so that's just also part of it. And uh, other than that, I think that's it. So let me make sure. Is it you that's, or are you the one that said you've been running since you were six years old? Yes. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about that. Oh boy. Run, 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 run.